Hey, drama listeners. Happy Wednesday. It feels like spring. Oh my God. It is just changing the whole vibe. You know what else is going to change your whole vibe today is hearing this amazing episode that we have with your favorite TikTok theater star, Tyler Joseph Ellis. You're going to absolutely love him. It's an amazing chat. Before you listen to it, though, I want to plug our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the drama podcast, where for $5 a month, you support the pod, support drama, Connor, Dylan, your favorite twins. And you also get access to our Instagram close friends where the tea is spilled. How basic is that? But no, it's really juicy. It's really fun. You're going to love it. And your financial support helps us help you have better podcasts. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I'm feeling crazy. Okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for finding us. Rate us five stars. Tell all your friends about us and enjoy the show. It's an amazing one. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, Ooh drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life. I am Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. You know, I need to apologize to the listeners in advance. We both are a little hoarse. We sort of lost our voices from a weekend of, shall we say it was debauchery in Kansas City. Don't ask any questions further. It was insane. I don't know how I made it home on Sunday, but, and also you had two flights to sort of grapple with, including a Kansas City um, dodgeball game, kickball game that you sat through, and then two flights. That's tough to sort of process, but I know so much, there's so much drinking. To quote Lisa Renat in the car, talking to Kyle Richards about Kim Richards, there's too much drinking that goes on. Mm -hmm. She was not sober to me in some way, shape, or form. And that's how I feel about us right now. There is addiction <laughs> happening. Oh, yeah, that's the no next No one wants to talk about it. <laughs> no, absolutely. I never thought that my post-college years would be rowdier than my during college years. But I think it's because work hard, play harder. You know Oh, I mean? my God. So true, Dylan. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. We got to see our best friends, our best gays reunited in Kansas City for our annual trip. Thank you to Isaac for hosting us, being an amazing tour guide. The Kansas City gays do not play. If there's anybody listening here, y'all think your town has the craziest gay scene. No. It's Kansas Kansas City. City, Where Widow Von Doom might appear out of nowhere. Wait, she (laughs) did appear out of nowhere. In fact, we met her randomly out out of drag. But anyway, Dylan, I'm so excited about our guest today. I am too, because... We're already (laughs) family. I know. We're having so much fun already. I have to say, my same-sex partner did tell me that I need to give him a shout-out for making him belly laugh every single day as we lay in bed and we'll watch TikToks mostly from our guests today, which is insane. But I feel like, I will probably talk to them about this. I feel like people feel like they know you if you have an online presence. Oh, but what's interesting yeah. about this guest is he plays characters. So today we're going to get to know the real, the real TJE. Oh, wig. But also I have to say before we bring our guest in is... I lied to him when we first met and I said I didn't have a TikTok, but I do. But what I mean by I don't have a TikTok is. Oh, well, you have, mean we met him in real life. We met him in real life. We met him in real life. Mm-hmm. I said I don't have a TikTok because I don't actively use it and I check it maybe once every two weeks, but True. I am texted TikToks very often, which is an 
interesting thing to do to a person who doesn't usually check their TikToks because it forces you to log in. But anyway, I do have a TikTok and I do follow him now after we met and he is so funny. Yeah, he's a genius. Like genuinely funny. And we'll get into it. But anyway, I'm going to tell our listeners about him and we're just going to bring him in. Y'all, Let's do it. Our guest today has absolutely made you laugh over the last few years. He has a following of over 280,000 on TikTok, having amassed 24.6 million likes and has cornered the market on theater comedy content. His popular series do include the POV of approaching senior theater kids, hearing pre-show announcements, and that straight guy callbacks who I'll admit it, I'm deeply attracted to. But anyway, who are we kidding? Everything he does turns to gold with his awareness, lived experiences, and comedic timing coming together. Offline, our guest is an accomplished actor, director, singer, and marketer, a graduate of the University of Southern California. He has appeared in The Sex Lives of College Girls, That 90 Show, commercials for Fujifilm, and short films entitled Tell Me Something I Don't Know, Mint, Swearing, and more. He's worked for Alan Cumming, New York Musical Theater Festival, and Walt Disney Studios, as well as appeared in productions such as Sunny in the Park with George, She Loves Me, Cabaret, Passion, and more. He's a true singular sensation. Please welcome to drama, Tyler, Tyler Joseph, Joseph Alice. Oh my God. That intro was, that, that was next level. That was giving website research boots <laughs> thank you for having a website i must say oh you're so welcome and one of my favorite things to do have a website oh yes thanks for hosting it whatever that monthly fee is or if you pay yearly i i think it's i think it's monthly <laughs> <laughs> listen you I'm never like, know if you need to question. pack it up and run okay yeah yeah exactly you never know do you remember me lying to you about not having a tiktok I don't because right? wasn't this is this was after Moulin Rouge, correct? It yes. Was. Remember, I was very drunk <laughs> that night. I was very drunk off of wine and no, it was just wine. It was just a lot of wine. Yes, mm, that's totally so, fair. I do, of course, me remember meeting you, but I don't remember the specifics. <laughs> that's fair. You were with a lovely young blonde. Yes, who was having the night of her. Like. My shout out to Jeb, Jane Emma Barnett. Um, okay. She, she, we were having, again, both of us, lots mm -hmm. of wine. She was barefoot outside the Al Hirschfeld. It was so fast. Funny if I had a nickel myself, but I was <laughs> usually coming down the dressing room stairwell that's outside. You know oh, yeah, about. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Dylan. Um, anyways, <laughs> Tyler, we're so happy you did this. You're doing this, I should say, with us. Of course. Um, we obviously were already having a key, as they say these days. They don't say key, sure. key anymore. They just say a key. Okay, I didn't know that. So thank you for telling me. Yes, we're, we're having a Fool of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned that. You know, I'm just looking too. out. But listen, we do like to kind of just check in with our guests before we really dive into all things theater, pop culture, love, mm. and life. And that is, we like to just ask, are you well? <laughs> um, yes. I, I over The last two weeks have been struggling with um, a little cold that turned into a short bout of laryngitis. Oof. But um, I, I, over the last few days, have felt much, much better and totally ready and willing to use my voice to speak with both of you. So, yeah, I would say I'm well. Are you too well? Am I allowed to ask that back? Oh, yes. We love when people <laughs> ask it back. <laughs> Listen, we, we always say it's more of a conversation than an interview. Okay, sometimes amazing. Sometimes guests don't understand. You know, <laughs> it's, I, I am well, despite my voice actively giving out during this call. Dylan, you're giving like Paige Michael Chuck from Degrassi. I oh am. my 
God, deep cuts. Wow, deep wow, cuts, wow, 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 wow. Listen, listen, listen. I always like to say I sound like Sarah Michelle Geller, which is absolutely not true. Oh my God. She's mother, but I'm well. I'm doing really well with this great weather and the ramp up to like Tony nominations. Oh my God. And all the openings and the fun happenings going around in the theater industry and in New York. I mean, when the spring weather hits, we become feral. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. 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 It's yes. crazy. Where do you right? do live in the city? Are you allowed to tell me? I'm allowed to tell you. I do live in Hell's Kitchen against me all too. odds. Me too. Me no too. So way. so I'm like, I, I think that feral energy is also just because of where we live. Like I walk out my door and I'm like, where are all all the hot people were hibernating? Everyone is <laughs> out. Like I I, I totally feel and I just moved to New York in October, so I've oh. never experienced the winter into spring transition. Mm. And it's horny. It's like a horny time. It's it's um chromatica yeah. two into nine one one. Oh to, to pull, my god, uh... that's precisely what it is. Oh my god, yes. And, and everyone somehow still fits into their shorts from the summer before, which is yeah. a phenomenon I've never experienced. Ah! I don't live I don't live in New York anymore. I live in Columbus, Ohio. Oh my god, on the floor. I know, I know. Oh my god, have you ever been shocked to Columbus? Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been to the the state. I don't think I've been to Ohio. Is that right? Why Ohio? It's a flyover. I was this close to going to Kenyon. I was like, I almost wanted to go to Kenyon College, like, and which I would have, I would have been in Ohio. Uh, Yeah, totally. Not go to Kenyon College. Okay. Uh, No, I've heard great things. It is amazing. It's a huge theater place too. Yeah, it's oh, fun. It's like a really gay state, or um, the big cities are really gay. You got mm-hmm. it. Cincinnati. Yeah. And Glee did Columbus. fictionally take place here. Lima, Ohio. Yeah, you know. Period. But do you really think I don't know? Come on. No, <laughs> yeah. I think you're, and I'm only going to say this once, younger than us. But it's um, <laughs> it, I don't think Glee would have skipped your time. No, no, Glee was everything to me. I, yeah. I actually attribute a lot of my personality to Glee. So, oh my god! Uh, yes, yes. Wait, have you seen Leah in Funny Girl? I have oh. a couple times. A yeah. couple oh, times. I mean, I want to see it again before she. She's... I mean, she's there for a while. So she's magnificent. Yeah, like um, you can't deny. You cannot yeah. deny that she brings that house down. It is so yes. thrilling, and I mean, your younger self is just—it's such a mental a game of of being like i cannot believe i'm sitting in a broadway theater watching her do this part that i fictionally saw her do in a show (laughs) that i loved so much and it's just it's one of those weird the world is so strange things and i Mm -hmm. and i couldn't get over it could not get over it there's other glee representation on broadway right now alex newell oh i saw shucked and i'm seeing it again on thursday wait your tiktok about you going on a date to shucked made me laugh 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 (laughs) because I love when comedy is a little shocking. <laughs> Good. I mean, of course. And so we've all seen those, like, I'm getting ready for a date yes, videos exactly. or whatever. So that you were turning it on its head. And well, I don't want to ruin it for the listeners, but they have to go to your TikTok and go watch it. <laughs> I know. Your... It's got a... Sh- it, it does have, like, a bit of a shocking twist. Shocking twist. <laughs> a little twist. Yeah. A little twist. Y'all wanted a twist, huh? I so appreciate that because I made that video for Shucked. Shucked, like, approached me to do a little video for them. I'm like, of course. And I sort of had this idea because, you know, you, you can only be marketed to so much as a consumer in a, like a non-creative way. So it's like any time I do any sort of deal with any product or company, I tr- want to really make it 
funny because otherwise they'll skip. Like anytime I see an ad, I skip it. But then once in a while, I'll be watching something, not realizing it's an ad and then being like, oh my God, this was hilarious. You mm -hmm. won. So I just want to, I want to do that. So thank you for saying that. Thank you. I need to see it. So we have Alex. Do we have any other Glee people on Broadway right now? Uh, Lindsay, of course, was in Alphaba, but you're is, right. You're right. Now on tour with Mean Girls, so sort of you know in the space. Yeah. Will Will Amber P. Riley drop the P ever do Dream Girls in the states? Do we? Know? I it, I mean, uh, for the last six years, they've been saying yeah. it's happening. They've held auditions. It's gone far, but then right. it just never ends up happening. I don't know what it is. I really think a badass revival of dream worlds whether it's the west end production or otherwise is so overdue right. and i really think some of our you know most talented stars right now would drop everything to do it i know some of my friends that i would be like you they would i know they would drop everything to do dream girls so i totally we're waiting i'm waiting yeah so you see a lot of theater you do a lot of you know things about time we'll get into like what you what you do and why everyone knows you sure. eventually but i'm kind of curious what have been your favorites of this season oh my god there's been a lot of really good crap <laughs> happening i know it's, uh, been it's an such amazing... an exciting time it's so cool in new york to really feel i think this is truly the first season where it really feels like we're back and a lot of you know new and exciting things are happening so i'm like let's go i really love shucked i love the suini revival i think parade is brilliant it's been one of my favorite shows for 10 years and wow. i've been saying every single time someone asked me what shows do you want to be revived i would say parade and merrily and they're both happening this year which is like insane your impact you move here and all of a My sudden impact. come on seriously it's like this <laughs> the city opens up for me yes um i let's see i loved downstate at playwrights horizons was brilliant oh i, I heard that was great it was oh my god it was i was not expecting to sit i i was you know completely enthralled with that yeah. story what i'm trying to think of like the playbills in the other room what have <laughs> i seen that i've loved have I mean, you seen new york new york yeah oh i did see new york new york um okay. very much still in previews but i think it is magic i think it is oh. absolutely charming i think they need to shorten it a skosh and it's yeah. already you know that it's they they're um biting off a lot with the show understandably so there's a lot of subplots a a lot of everything so they need to figure out how to make it clippy and great but i honestly think if it were to open with no changes and they had 20 more days of previews when i saw it it would still be a triumph i just think it has oh, wow. like, i think it can still be incredible i'm a huge new york new york fan i love that we obviously love yeah. colton but and oh my I mean, God. so many other people Amazing. in the cast but I'm always wary of a show that doesn't preview out of town or even like off Broadway first. It's, they, but here's the thing that they definitely are feeling that like they, okay. because they have to pull off a lot, but I'm very impressed that it hasn't had an out of town run or even yeah. like of true. Did it even have a workshop? Um, no, it did have a workshop it because did. I know someone who I, was in the workshop. A workshop at least. Yeah. So but. I, I, but I, I think it is, it's so, it, and, and it makes you fall in love with New York like in a in a way where you walk out after the show being like and i'm walking out onto 44th street <laughs> like i'm just like oh my god like the, the world is full of wonderful things like it's really, oh. really incredible <laughs> so um no but the, I'm, I'm literally forgetting so many things but this season has been off broadway on incredible stuff oh i went to the ragtime reunion concert that oh, was like the sorry. best night of my life oh yeah my there's God. been a lot of really good theater recently. there has yes. been there has been you're right there's been so much i feel like every other week i'm going to see something different i'm going to exactly. see the new um 
Michael R. Jackson show next week. I saw White Girl in Danger. Saw yeah. that. Yes. I heard it was also very much in previews. The, in, yes, I saw it in previews. I think it's it opened last night though. Oh, wait. I think it did. I saw some Insta stories. I saw some Insta. J. Armstrong Johnson, yes. shout out, was definitely doing some cute carpet pics. Love. So, yes, of course. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> oh that God. boy. Um, love. Wait. I'm curious about something. Ask. We ask all of our guests this, but I guess I'm curious because your TikToks are so lived. Like, it's like you've Ooh. experienced these <laughs> moments. So you're obviously a true theater kid come to life and mm. wreaking havoc upon <laughs> all of us in the best way. Yeah, not a cringy way at all. Cause you not know- Not cringe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. If I'm, if I, unless I'm trying to make you cringe. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. So as like a true theater kid turned theater young adult, mm -hmm. we ask all of our guests about the moment that got them into the arts. Mm -hmm. We borrow the term Ring of Keys from the musical Fun Home because so for a lot of us, it's mm -hmm. like maybe it's something we saw or some, you know, this, this light switch that went on in our yeah. minds and in our world of creative possibilities do you feel like you had a ring of keys moment that really got you into the biz and into entertainment at large it's such an interesting question because i didn't st i did i a play when i was in fifth grade a, a musical like a one of the youth it was robin hood and it was a oh. youth, i don't know but i uh, didn't really do theater in in middle school because i was scared people would think i was gay so <laughs> i really like I hit it. the ground running in high school so but so I didn't really get into the thing, but I knew I really wanted to do the thing much earlier. And I have to say, I always say that the reason I love theater is because of the Sound of Music movie. I Or like, I, I just think that I, my grandparents showed me it when I was so young, I wanted to be a Von Trapp child so bad. But I think my actual answer to your question because of the phenomenon that it was, was the High School Musical of it all. Oh. I mean, it really, it hit me in a time and hit the, world in a time where everyone liked it it wasn't just the girls everyone regardless if you were like an athlete whatever everyone knew the and everyone wanted to watch the premiere of house musical 2 everyone saw house musical 3 in theaters and i think ryan specifically as a character was the closest i think i had ever seen to I'm like oh my god that is totally me like i totally identified with lucas graybill <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like and and while everyone wanted to be troy gabriella i was like i want to be ryan Charvet. <laughs> and um like rehearsed i did i we rehearsed what i've been looking for but their version uh for a talent show but then they decided that the year that we were going to do that they were no longer going to do a talent show so unfortunately never got to perform it but um i think that was in second grade i was devastated third grade i don't know i was devastated whatever it was uh, but, i mean i that and, and the fact that it carried us through carried me through so much of my adolescent years in terms of uh, like from one to three um it paved the way for glee it paved the way for i don't know the cool kids to do theater i think we don't give that franchise enough credit and yes. I think that has to be my ring of keys moment because I went to high school musical on ice. Like I, 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 oh, I, went my God. To, I, I was an active consumer of that um, franchise. So high school musical final answer. Okay. One of my favorite ring of keys Incredible. moments ever. Yes. Oh. I, feel like, I feel like Dylan and I completely relate to that. I remember the night I saw yeah. the first one, like you said, oh. high school musical two was the event of the end of summer when that yeah, summer. It was so weird. It came out at the end of summer that year. Yes. Oh, oh my yes. god absolute I remember, magic oh my god we were at a family like 
a bunch of families were at a family's place. We were like by we go to the went to the lake every summer, like Tahoe, mm -hmm. because I'm from California. So we, like someone was having a big party and all the families were invited and there's all these kids. And it, it to the point where all of the kids at whatever time it premiered, what, 7 p.m., 6 p.m., I don't know. Uh, it, we all sat on a bed and watched it, and the parents loved it because they just got to go get drunk and not worry about the kids because we mm -hmm. were all, it was probably 20 of us sitting on a bed watching this. Th and even the, again, the straightest, the 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 soccer players, the, the cross players, like everyone was dying to see it, and it mm -hmm. was so worth it. When Miley Cyrus came out and all for oh. And did you vote like, online? Did you vote I, online to pick who you wanted to see appear in the movie? Absolutely. I also voted mm -hmm. on Chad's shirt that he would wear in the beginning. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. mine was not chosen, but he ended up having one that said, I majored in vacation. And yes. I remember getting the shirt because you were able to buy the shirt. So I bought the shirt and I remember we were, God, this has just came back to me. Uh, we were, we <laughs> had this, something called hot lunch, like once a month mm -hmm. or something. So like parents would come and serve lunch or whatever oh that's cute and, and i was getting my pasta from one of the moms and she's like oh i love your shirt do you even know what that means and i'm like what she's like major do you even know what that means i had no idea what it meant <laughs> and i'm like no and she's like oh and i like ran off i was so embarrassed because i was like i'm wearing a shirt and have no idea what it means but of course now i understand it so yeah that's my story <laughs> wow that unlocked something really deep i think. i know i'm like oh my god i remember I was going to say her name because I even remember the mom, but I am uh, not going her. to <laughs> dox her. This is her address. Get her. <laughs> yeah. I made How, Okay. So growing up in California too, you had that proximity to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And oh my God, you're right. It wasn't too far. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. That <laughs> no, could have been, been you. a wildcat. <laughs> I know. Wow. And it was also, I think at the end of the era where like we all watched things together yeah, you know that I mean? doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah, no, I feel like there Unless was a, it's like drag race viewings. Right, drag, drag race is a great example. The Bachelor had a moment for a second there. Yeah, of course, during yeah. during the pandemic, there were things we all sort of did together alone, sure, as they said, sure. hashtag together alone. Period. <laughs> um, Connor, I literally tweeted about this last night. Like we were hashtag together alone watching the Sondheim birthday thing. Oh yes, God. Rosie oh, O'Donnell God. did that that the revival of her show oh, of where she had all the different you know yeah. It was like there was these things, and then the Stars in the House movement with Seth Rudetsky oh and his husband. Oh my God, I watched so many Stars in the House. So many. I mean, oh it was like God. comforting, you know? The title of show, well, I'm such a title of show freak. Oh, and yes. the fact that there was a title of show reunion, like I was there, I was watching, I was in. Mm. You were yeah. there, it was rare. You remember it all. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Swifty? Oh. What'd you say? Are you a Swifty? I would say I'm Swifty light in terms of okay. I, I I listen to the music. I know a lot of it, but I don't know the deeper cuts. I don't know the, you know, the B-sides. I don't know the deluxe versions, but mm. count me in. 1989 is my album. So when that Taylor's version comes out, that's going to be cuckoo for me. Just mm -hmm. It's going to be great. It's going to be oh, amazing. It's going to be great. Well, I would say we're Swifty premium if you're like oh you're such a premium yeah yeah premium, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obsessed. but um, i wanted to kind of dish about her and joe's breakup but a part of me isn't really ready to talk about it yet it's oh very that fresh. was a big well i had friends over and the the news was broken it's and the Zanessa like, hey, breakup. love is dead yeah, oh my oh, god it's, it's, it's oh my Zanessa. God. i got so upset when that happened seriously i i really was upset and when ashley tisdale got a nose job i somehow like took that personally as a child <laughs> and she premiered it in the third one right she, she did the, the nose yeah. And she looks amazing. I'm like, who was I amazing. to be like, I, because I, I was like, she's just the love of my life. And like, <laughs> I just like, she needs to know she's beautiful. Meanwhile, she like mm. actually had a deviated septum apparently. So right. I'm like, which by the way, to breathe. 
just went to the doctor today and I was told I have a deviated <gasps> septum and I oh felt God. really kind of fun about yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Whoa. I feel fun. She said, it's not a surgical necessity. And I was like, okay, cool. So I can just like mention it now. Yeah. Oh, I have my idea. It's like, mm, I have my deviated mm-hmm. septum. It's like, oh, I have an astigmatism and a oh deviated septum. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gagged. Gag- I know. Gagada. I know. Anyways, wow. okay, so we love High School Musical, but I need to ask you what your, which one is your favorite. Oh I will God. live and die for High School Musical 3 yes. because I think it has the best music. But I think High School Musical 3 is my favorite as well. Yeah, okay. And okay. I, my friend Chris Quazo, shout out, he is vehemently uh, a fan of, of High School Musical 2. He thinks it's the best one. And I'm like, High School Musical 2 for me serves its purpose. I never want to watch it if it's not summer. I, I feel mm. like it puts me in that headspace. So right. I'm like, it feels almost like a holiday movie in terms of I can only watch it in like at a certain time of the year. Whereas High School Musical yes. 3 will get me crying. It will get me, oh my God. I just think it's so brilliant. And I mean, it had the budget. It was the biggest budget. They all were in, like so hot. Oh, <laughs> everyone was hotter. out there absolute hot it was such a i don't know i just had a crush on literally everyone in that movie i know yeah oh my god all of gabriella's mini dresses oh my god like, can i have this dance uh, like I, oh, oh that's the one god. i was thinking of yeah, of I course know. i knew it i knew it. oh the you dress. knew you knew i knew and when the cut scenes of troy showering sort of leaked to the internet do you well, that was yes. also a moment too of course it was a moment wow. oh my god was it part of way... scream is that what or no, is oh, that the song scream is so good with like yeah. the, the the set rotates also we can't forget the opening shot of the movie him his sweaty ass face and oh. all you hear is <sighs> i'm like this they knew exactly what they were doing uh i oh remember because connor god. and i went to the midnight premiere and Oh. alone just the two of us um Incredible and, and we were I remember positive we were... for another five years Posi- yeah. Did you, oh, i, I want to know if you guys came out together i'm sure you've like talked about this a lot was it like a um, arm and yeah, arm we, 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 we did, did come, come out, out arm and arm yeah oh yeah. that's so sweet <laughs> not hand in hand though because we didn't we didn't touch at the time it took a long time for connor to even hug we wouldn't hug or oh i have friends years. like that where they're mm-hmm. the closest nearest dearest would take a bullet from them but i have a really hard time making any physical contact i know <laughs> yeah we do too like, <laughs> yeah but like yeah, our didn't, childhood didn't best come friend. out till yeah. 19. how old were you when you came out i oh it's like a long story but i tried coming out earlier and i sort of like it didn't work like i it was sort of like i needed more time to bake (laughs) (laughs) so i came out really officially when i was 15. 15, it was the summer after my um freshman year of high school i went to a performing arts program called california state summer school for the arts and as my parents drove off i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna act like i'm out just like like i've been out and just not make a thing out of it and just see what happens And it was like the most life-changing summer being like oh i feel so comfortable in myself and i'm actually glad i waited a little bit longer to get out of middle school because coming out in middle school sounds like a nightmare but um yeah i then came back and sort of reopened the conversation i had sort of started a couple years prior and then came out to i'm not gonna just came out like publicly publicly like to the school (laughs) in a very like weird way (laughs) which i'm not gonna say because i'm i'm doing like a solo show this summer and that's gonna be one of the stories i tell oh Oh, that's amazing i love that little teaser a little a little teaser we've got to buy tickets to hear the rest of the story but of course yes yeah and this so your california was this like northern california southern Mm -hmm. california okay who's northern I was uh, from the East Bay area, so not okay. from San Francisco proper, but um, from a suburb in East, okay, East cool. Bay area. Had you always dreamed of working in the arts? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, growing up, I would always say I wanted to be an actor, even though I wasn't doing it. I was like, I want to be an actor or a chef or an artist is what I would always say. Creative. And I, and I remember my, my friend's babysitter was like, when I... <laughs> She's like, when I was your age, I also wanted to be those three things. You'll grow out of it. And I remember oh. being like, I remember being like, actually, bitch, I'm not. Like, I'm go I'm <laughs> gonna actually prove you wrong. So that actually, that little memory has kind of kept me going too. Being like, no, I I had the self awareness when I was young to know that I was being serious. You know, because a lot yeah. of people don't take kids seriously. So I knew I wanted to do it. Had no idea what my in was gonna be, and uh, it took me a second because that you know being closeted is difficult, as you know. So. Yeah, it, but I'm glad. So I really hit the ground running when I entered high school. I'll tell you that. And I'm assuming you graduated college during the pandemic. You graduated in 2020. Oh. So yeah, I was, that was brutal. Did you <laughs> have like a tough. senior show or anything like that? I that... actually was doing a show professionally during my final semester. I was oh, in cool. LA. I was doing um, a production of Passion, the one that you mentioned in my yeah. intro, which you so kindly mentioned. Yes. I was doing Passion. Um, uh, at the Boston Court in Pasadena, which is like a small theater, and they, but they, were, it was an amazing production, reorchestrated for the, for us, and it was, it was, they hadn't done Passion in, in LA in like twenty years or something, so it was like a really special production, and we were, I, I think, two or three previews in when the pandemic hit, unfortunately. Oof. So, well, at least you got to do a few. I got to, do, you know, got to perform it like two or three times, which was nice. Uh, but it was such a, I made some lifelong friends during that process. And it was amazing being like, I'm a professional as I was finishing up my degree. It felt really validating. So, but yeah, so didn't really get to do that. But the spring musical in my senior year that I did not do, I chose to do Passion instead, was The Secret Garden. Ah. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe so. that's going to come in next yeah, year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's that production in LA. I know they it were. It was star-studded. Star-studded. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's great. And that's probably like, I don't know. I'm glad that you were able to kind of get your foot in professionally before. Yeah, you know, a little bit. I feel like maybe give you a little bit of a leg up. But so then I'm, I'm assuming it was during the pandemic as TikTok blew up. That's when <laughs> yes. you sort of got your foot in that door as well. Most definitely. Yes. Okay. I downloaded the app in March of 2020, sort of after, you know, when I realized that this was going to last and was home in the Bay. I didn't have to fly home because I went to school in LA. So I just drove up, quarantined with my family for like a month and then was like, I need to finish my degree in the house I was living in. Mm. Um, so I went back down. But in my time up there, I downloaded it just out of pure boredom. And I remember my sister <laughs> was like, no, my first TikTok is me filming my sister groaning that I downloaded TikTok. <laughs> and um, I'm like, TikTok, my first TikTok, making a video, like totally assuming the app was for children and that I was downloading it as a joke. And um, over the next few months started making videos more consistently because I realized it felt really good to do something creative during that time. I felt so stifled creatively is what I often say about that time period. So I uh, was like, okay, I'll keep making these videos. And then as I really began to make videos about theater, I started to understand that I wasn't the <laughs> the only one that loves theater that was trapped inside, unable to do it. And I realized if I made a joke about a specific show, if I made like a joke about Into the Woods, I would get so many comments being like, oh my God, my spring show was supposed to be Into the Woods and it was canceled. So like this really made me laugh today. And I was like, oh, if I can make these theater kids laugh, I'm like, that is such a good mission. And, yeah. and that sort of has been the goal this entire time. My North Star, you know, cause you get kind of, some days you're like, oh, I wish I had more followers. I wish I had more opportunities. I wish, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, if I'm making theater girls laugh, that is plenty 
plenty for me because Ugh. I, so when people stop me on the street and they're like, oh my God, this happened to me and it was hilarious. And I, or last night someone was like, I, my friend, I don't do theater anymore. And my friends and I, who like used to do theater together, but we don't really talk a lot anymore. Like our mode of keeping up with each other is sending your TikToks back and forth. And I was Aww. like, that is the sweetest, kindest compliment. And you know, it reminds you why you do this, right? Because I don't really totally. get paid to post any of these things. So it's really fun. It's a blast. Do you remember when you kind of a turn happened and you became popular? on TikTok? <laughs> I know that's like a silly... There's, no, there's a few. There's a few. Okay. You know, that's a great question. I remember I did my first... The, I had a character that I don't really do anymore called That Theater Bitch. And it was sort of like a nightmarish <laughs> sort of person that we've all done theater with. Mm -hmm. Amalgamation of different, you know, people that I've met and then different personalities and, you know. And um, I started doing that and that was sort of what I did for almost a year. Like that was the content I was doing. I was playing this character. And I remember my first video, I think Natalie Weiss commented on it. And I was like, Natalie Weiss commented on my video. I'm like, that's crazy. And then started, that was like, I was, I was like, okay, I think I have something here. It was when the theater bitch thing started because I was like, making some, making a character and making a series that's repeatable is kind of like, I mean, look at um, Octopus Lover, whatever, if, if, if you're mm -hmm. following his TikToks, like mm -hmm. he has created a series that is fan generated. All of his ideas are from fans and he can do them with almost no production value. He set yeah. himself up for absolute success and now everyone's, you know, duetting him. He's shot up. He has a meteoric rise on the app. And that's how you make TikTok work for you is if you do something that is repeatable and that people care about and that isn't too hard to repeat um that is the key so theater bitch was was my turning point i think that was when things really began began to change began to change begun that's when things began to change what i can't speak but yeah <laughs> i would say that character which i don't normally do really anymore and people are like why don't you do it anymore one i i don't want to be i don't want to accidentally like quarter myself into paint myself into a quarter being like people not knowing who I am and mm -hmm. or people just being like Miranda sing zing me by accident, you know, just totally. being like, oh, this is all you're sort of good for. So I started making characters a little closer to myself and um, I'm happy with that decision. But I, I love going back and watching those videos. I'm still very proud of them. It's just that I think it ran its course in my eyes. So that's really smart of you to know when to leave the party per se, you know, with theater mm -hmm. bitch. She leaves, she's leaving the cast party early. She's leaving the cast party early. And same with like the, the pre-show announcements. Like I don't really do those anymore because I sort of did all the shows that I wanted to do them with. And I could go way more niche and do self announcements for niche shows, but it just, it didn't, it was it wouldn't be fun anymore because then i'd be so worried yeah. about the views and etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah totally yeah. has anything that you like absolutely loved flopped or do you feel like because you have such a consistent <gasps> following yes absolutely plenty um i had a series that i haven't done this in probably a year at this point but a series called writer's room for my dreams or writer's room of my dreams and it was essentially me playing four characters in my brain coming up with my dreams for that night i very like vivid and weird dreams so i was like oh this would be funny if there was a writer's room up there like trying to sabotage me and like traumatize me with my dreams so like the 
it's sort of everyone one-upping each other being like oh like what if what if what if what if and then the last one is always just awful it's like <laughs> i was like what if you know stephen sondheim calls him like a slur you know yeah. like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. um i i was so and a lot of my closest friends though that's their though their favorite videos of mine because it's so close to me and so my humor but it never really hit the for you page none of them did but Sad. I love those videos. So, hey, if you want some deep cuts, it's a playlist on my TikTok. So go check them out. I think yes. they're very funny. Oh, my God. I was I was laughing at um, <laughs> the one you did because <laughs> I said I, I really only check TikTok like once every mm -hmm. two weeks, maybe every week. I know I'm bad with it. I don't know why. Um, it just <laughs> isn't a media diet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do. I do appreciate it. The one where you're an actor at a talk back and you're oh like swirling <laughs> your coffee, the way you were interacting, I was like, I have seen this talk oh, back yeah. a million times. <laughs> like you nailed it. It is so funny. It is. But part, part of that is doing them. Like having done a couple talk backs in my life, you kind of find yourself slipping into it a little bit because i don't know what it is it's it's I, I don't know it's such a weird phenomenon so i was like anytime i have an idea where i'm like oh that excavates some excavates something that's that is feels so universal but no one's pointing a finger at like those videos are my favorite to make so i need to make another one of those because i have plenty more ideas of yeah. different things people say during actor talkbacks oh my god being yeah playing this role you know deep getting deep into horton the elephant like <laughs> that kind of i just love it so much so thank you thank you i am a stan of the i'm, I'm gonna I, we're just gushing over your videos i now. love of the, this of the uh the, the senior theater kids oh yeah those are a blast oh my god it's so funny <laughs> it's even so if real it's so real because even if you didn't have like a really bitchy senior class they still acted like that they no, still it, would, you know that in, in high school and in or in college, I mean, there's this the thing about seniority, I don't know, just holding power that means nothing, um, but feels like it's everything. I, it's so universal. And ultimately, I would like to think that the character is like I turned up a few notches from like a normal person. But I think a lot of people see some truth in that and mm -hmm. um i i think it's well and because hey i could in inadvertently be helping some folks being like hey if the seniors in high school are watching that they're like "Ooh, is this me like and they can you know maybe correct yeah themselves totally. so yeah i don't know i'm like oh that was kind of an accident but i might be actually helping some poor freshmen do you just have like a notes app thing of like yes. ideas for yourself okay it's I, I you think i would have upgraded no it's been a notes app from the very beginning so if i scroll all the way down i'm sure there's some whack ideas yeah that i never made but yeah yeah notes well please don't slow down i know that i want you to actually be you know the biggest star yourself. Oh, I mean, you. you're, I see you going into comedy as well. I don't know if do you know, Catherine yeah. Cohen, like I, I, who, she's one of my idols. My, like, I can I, see you doing I what she poetry does. Book. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, 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 this again, I'm not me. The solo show I'm, I'm doing this yeah, summer yeah. is not going to have any original songs in it, but it's going to be all show tunes, but like sort of interspersed with stand up storytelling, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I think eventually, if, if it, depending on how it goes, depending if I love it, I'm loving writing it. So I think that's a good sign. But I would love to maybe start doing original musical comedy. I think it's, um, I mean, Bo Burnham and Catherine Cohen are two of my biggest inspirations. So uh, I can totally see myself doing that, which I never in a million years would think I would be capable of doing. But I don't know, life is weird. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never oh, know. Amazing.
Also, shout out to the straight guy at the co- at the uh, audition. Oh my god, I haven't done that forever. I, I need to figure out a different. Actually, <gasps> thank you for reminding me. I do have an idea buried in my notes for him, so <laughs> I might bring him back. <laughs> he needs to come back and then come again. Okay. Anyway, Tyler, I feel like we could talk to you for ages and ages. I know. But you have an appointment tonight with Mother, and we'll maybe mother, get to it in a second. Mother, mm-hmm. Mother. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> before we end every episode, we like to share the drama on our minds, in our hearts, yeah. the thing we've been consuming, thinking about, something we may want to rant about, rave about, and mm-hmm. something huge happened in pop culture. And on Sunday, Succession aired its third episode of the season, and no spoilers. But it was a true water cooler moment, absolute bombshell, amazing writing, a show that I've struggled with at times throughout the years because I don't necessarily understand all the business happenings that's occurring at all times. So it's Mm -hmm. not really allowed me to fully dive in. And I'll be like, oh, they're talking about business. Let me look at my phone for a second. And then I look up and it's 10 minutes later and I realized I missed some amazing acting and cinematography, et cetera, you know? But anyway. There was a performance. I mean, they all were incredible this past week. It's their final season. Everyone's turned it up to an 11, even though allegedly they didn't know it was their last season. But Mm. Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv, gave one of the most unbelievable and natural performances I have ever seen on TV. I'm being very, um, what what do you call it? Hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. But she ate. She is everything. I love her. I want her to win an Emmy for this but she's unreal and i'm obsessed with her so everyone needs to go watch succession even if it's just for sarah snook because i've always found her storylines to be the most interesting anyway so yeah you must watch you must watch mm. i take it you watch tyler no i i i i got to the second season but something must have come out because it was right when the second season had come out something must have come out that i needed to watch sooner i was like no i'm gonna have to put this on hold and i never got back into it but i loved it i don't know why i stopped so but everyone is talking about that episode so i feel i feel like i need to restart yeah it'd be be worth it and they're short seasons oh yeah they're so short and randomly okay my ocd freaks out because season one 10 episodes season two 10 episodes season three nine episodes season four will be 10 and that that's really disturbing that's, that's disturbing it is that's messed up that's it's not like there was up. a writer's strike that shortened no. the season like happened oh to ugly betty and lost the and only thing i can those think shows is during that but that was their quote-unquote covid season so maybe they mm. were like it was taking them too long to film certain things they made maybe. cuts maybe there were some cast negotiations with money who knows i don't really know how it all works out but anyway dylan do you have a dose of drama today i do and i promise it has nothing to do with what you just said when you said that she deserves an emmy But one of my pet peeves is the most generic thing a person can tweet or post online is give them all the awards, Uh, give them the Emmy, (laughs) clear the space off your counter queen. You are getting a tone. It's just like, is there anything more overwrought than that statement? Like Emmy now, although I will say, and I said this on our Patreon, which everyone should subscribe to subscribe to the Patreon. Yes. Period. When everyone was seeing Robin Herter in A Beautiful Noise and they were like, Robin Herter, that's the tweet. I was like, yes. Yeah. That is the tweet. But this is something different. That is the tweet. <laughs> give me, give me something, give me something more than Emmy. While she get, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just like saying they deserve some piece of metal for act. I mean, I'm an awards gay. Like, don't get me wrong at all. Yeah. But I just don't like those generic statements, I guess. You're looking for creativity, and that's okay. Yes. Yes. It's okay. I completely understand because it's an opportunity 
to like if you really do love someone's performance so much it's an opportunity for you to really like share in why and maybe make you reflect on why you really love yes. a performance as opposed to being like award because <laughs> i think you know I, I, sure like maybe that is going to be the end game but like also i i would hate that also i don't if they don't win then or they're not even nominated which often is the case then right. it's like oh does that like discredit what you i don't know i i just think if you and it also puts so much weight in awards like oh mm -hmm. your performance was so good and the only way that <laughs> it'll be yeah. just is if you win an award it's like no you can have a really good performance and it could just be a good performance so i understand yes. thank what you. you were saying thank you Aaron. i feel heard i feel safe Sorry. Good. Um, now, Tyler, do you have a dose of drama to take us home today? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I got so many things swirling and twirling. Um, because we're sort of on like a media that you're adjusting, uh, ingesting that you enjoy, I am watching two things right now that I'm obsessed with. I think Yellow Jackets on Showtime, I whipped through like i ripped and whipped through that mm. first season in one day last year and to that's 10 hours of television and i also <laughs> was saw that same day a show at the Gavin playhouse in los angeles oh so that was 10 hours of tv plus seeing a show so i was i i couldn't go to sleep without finishing it and so now i'm watching it at week to week which is mm -hmm. hell on earth because yeah but episode two of Yellow Jackets season two was one of the most disturbing in like, but incredibly done things I've ever seen. And I can't stop thinking about it. I just watched episode three today. Um, and I just think Yellow Jackets is, <laughs> if you like being sort of questioning everything about yourself and like what, you know, it's like if you're stranded on a desert island like that kind of thing but really exploring what it it would look like if all of you were trapped in the woods and like what measures you would have to take and also there's like supernatural stuff and it reminds me of lost which you mentioned earlier and yes, lost was yes, such yes. a huge cultural moment for me yeah. so that's huge and also completely on the other side of that to make me not freak out about you know and have bad dreams which i do anyway as i mentioned but i watched the traders on oh, peacock yes. So good. Highly recommend. They're uh, specifically the US season, but I have watched Australia and now watching UK. But The Traders is just a big game of mafia that like spans like so many episodes because there's so many people. And Alan Cumming hosts the US version. Uh huh. He's a friend of yours. I worked for him in the summer of 2017. And uh, he's a dream and has become just such a beacon of light in my life. And seeing him in his like fullest form as like a Scott and with these like lavish outfits and hosting a, a really dramatic TV show and him like totally leaning into the drama of it all is such a joy. So if you want oh, yeah. a good lighter um really well produced sort of reality tv show uh the traders is great and it's also not survive like i haven't gotten into survivor yet because there's so many seasons that i'm scared so the same, is yeah, very same. very approachable traders is approachable get in while it's hot mm -hmm. yes so oh my god those are my two things i must say i really appreciated episode three letting us breathe yeah because there wasn't any sort of trauma right yeah but they did explore i'm like okay we're getting we're getting some spooky. We're getting somewhere. Wait, We're getting somewhere. the man with no eyes. I don't want to think about it. I am having issues. <laughs> I'm also having, uh, not to complain about Yellow Jackets, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah, complain. I, I, I feel like what I loved about season one was 
they took one of the scariest things you can imagine a plane crash and then yeah. being stranded etc and having to turn to extreme survival tactics yeah and, yeah and then there was the hint of something supernatural of course like they kept it coming they kept it coming but it was never yeah. so explicit as it's exactly be- become very quickly in season two yeah which, they jumped real quick and they jumped yeah. really quick which is still they had i guess you know they had to because they had to follow through on yeah what they were doing but i almost wish it was just a little more piecemeal because it it was like mm. almost giving Riverdale. They were they were suddenly like, oh no wait, no 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 no, do not a... go there, do not go <laughs> I'm there. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No 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 no. no, no. Yeah, it, we're not gonna allow it, that. It, when okay, spoiler for Yellow Jackets season two, episode two, the last. <laughs> yeah, skip ahead. Was, skip ahead. There a was a sort of like ritualistic, possessive, ghostly threesome occurring that resulted in a gust of wind that threw snow over a burning body that somehow disintegrated clothing off of the dearly departed cast member character. Mm-hmm. And it and all was it was a lot at once that I was like, wait, this show felt more rooted in reality than I mean, of course I knew it was gonna get supernatural and crazy, yeah. but it it almost took me out a little bit when there was like the POV shot of the gust of wind into the everything, but that what did feel like, Oh, we're entering into new territory. Like this, yeah. this is, yeah. it's like when uh, the a movie and a sequel is clearly directed by another person. That's like <laughs> sort of like how it, how it feels. I'm going to trust them because I, yeah. I loved the first season so much. So I'm like, maybe we have to get here because it's going to get so crazy that actually this is piecemeal like we you don't know like you you're don't right know. yeah yeah because remember the cold open of the very first episode was something absolutely insane that Cuckoo i think we're getting, and Sano. getting towards yes. yeah yeah you're are right. you guys broad right. city watchers do you oh, watch yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah that is my entire so i say cuckoo kaka and sano um mm-hmm. all the time because of that show so just <laughs> i have to now, give credit where credit is due <laughs> did yes. you watch broad city before you moved to new york um yes i've watched it probably eight times through it's my favorite show it is it's i think so the best. good it it's is so good. good song when she when she's going to the bathroom and she always sings i should <laughs> yeah you I know should, yeah. i should <laughs> yeah. yes exactly <laughs> so good. oh my god okay i could talk to you forever literally, literally forever. but you have to go mm-hmm. see jessica chastain be mother and i must say tony house. award tony award <gasps> you're calling it now you're calling Give it, it now. tony but what I'm, about I'm going Fache? against my own dose Prima of drama. Fache, girl. Oh, the Prima is Facheying. The pr- Prima be Facheying. So that mm. just started previews. And hey, everyone, the buzzy buzzy is, I mean, she won the Olivier. So I guess we'll see. It's going to be a fight to the death between two <sighs> mothers. Jody yeah. versus Jessica. I'm yeah. going to need Ariana DeBose to come through with a new rap about the Tony nominated girls. I need it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Ren Rahula to help, of course. I yes. was just oh, yeah, with yeah. him before recording this. Oh, I was God. just with him. Also, this we can always cut this, but I do hope that your your solo show. Yeah. I hope that you finally get to sing what I've been looking for. Oh my God. I thought actually wasn't even on my radar. So maybe not, but maybe um, one day. Maybe one day, because that's that's really good. <laughs> that's a really good idea. The ballad mm-hmm. version with like Kelsey on the keys. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. Drew Seely was Drew Seelying in Drew that Seeley number. Drew <laughs> Seely went ahead and sang. Mm-hmm. Sang mm-hmm. as Troy. That's why on all the albums it's character names as opposed right. to Oh yes, 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 it's yes. like Troy <laughs> as opposed to oh Zach Efron because so it was right. not Zach. Yes. Crazy. Camp. Camp. Oh my God. Tyler, okay. you're a doll. Everyone's uh, already following you on Instagram, or probably in t- TikTok <laughs> and Instagram, but it's just your name, Tyler Joseph Ellis, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. That is, those are the handles if you want more of me. Amazing. While well, y'all are following, following him. him.
You gotta follow us. We're twinning right now. We're twinning. We're at the Drama Podcast. I'm at Dylan McDowell. Connor is at Connor McDowell. Tyler, when I'm in the city next, we're going to have a drink, not wine. Oh my God, let's do it. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Please. mm -hmm. This was such a blast. Oh my God. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. This This was so fun. So fun. Um, Connor, I will see you next time. Drama. Drama.